Subscribe to this and other shows on acute.co.ke. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other online podcast platforms. Welcome everybody. Episode to episode gani? 8. Wow. 8 episodes down the line. This has been amazing, man. Proactive is the name of the show on acute media acute with a q by the way not with a c hi elsie how you doing i'm good how's your week been my week has been beautiful i could say hey. i mean i've not done anything out of the ordinary other than going to the gym but i really love the weather this week so okay yeah you just decided to throw those bombs into the whole episode leo you've been going to the gym the weather has been amazing <laughs> for our international market who doesn't know that the sun is back out you know mm-hmm. but it's good to hear that yeah you know this is that part when penye na kugrillingi yes 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 go ahead ah, 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 ah. i like the sound of that umesikiza lost frequencies No, so just cuz I lost frequencies but you can probably tell me what it's all about then I'll think about listening to it. Leo sitadanganya hata mimi sikwani mesikiza lost frequencies na nasikiani it's like one of the most amazing uh, places to get good music. My producer decided to say good curated music. What type of music? Like playlists nasikia anaweza katengeneza kitu yote. Yeah, you know. I mean and he's called Byron Rose, mm-hmm. the host. Hadi afanya gama interviews. Oh. Byron Rose. Manzo kishakuwa na jina kayo unajua unseven yanakaa. Sisi watu wa sura personal tunajua tu pale. Hata tujeeka sura zetu kwa posta. Unajua kwa sababu tunajua sura zetu venye ni personal. <laughs> yeah, but lost frequencies. It's an amazing one. I mean we need to go listen to that playlist. By the time you're coming back to episode 9 we need to tell people which is the best playlist out of it all. Sindio? Yeah. Byron you doing an amazing job to, we are sorry we are sorry to just kiza but we are making sure kila mtu anasikiza lost frequencies kutoka hii wiki by the time we are to episode 9 lost frequencies will be the one place to go for any playlist that we need uh, when it comes to good music so yeah yale ikwa ya kukugrill tulikuwa tuna accept makosa zetu tumekuwa tukisenta sana on different episodes tunakosa kusikiza zingine mm. gonna work on that been an amazing week we're mm-hmm. celebrating 10 years 10 years of, of the constitution the of we have to verify and say that it is the promulgation yeah of the constitution it did not come into yeah i just realized there's a difference <laughs> between entry into force and promulgation so it has been in force since 2013 2013 yeah yeah but it was promulgated on 27th august 2010 10 years ago yeah milestones manze that's an achievement our own constitution but the we have the constitution that we wanted not the constitution that we inherited from the colonialists oh man wacha tu yaliondwele yaliopita yaliondwele sipite but we're here 10 years into it how do you feel about it 
I feel like we're still children, yani, still well, trying to figure out a lot of things. Well, it's an achievement. Mm-hmm. It is an achievement. You know, for us to actually have a constitution that is actually operational and we can see it working. We can see the Senate, the Senate today, I think they were meeting to discuss the revenue division formula. Mm-hmm. We see the evolution. We see, you know, governors being held accountable. I think yesterday there was a case about a governor. Point is, I can see the fruits of this constitution working. And I'm happy. I'm really glad about it. And I'm hopeful. However, it's still not a perfect constitution. Mm-hmm. It still has some shortcomings, mm-hmm. which are not entirely its fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It is the fault of some of the bodies established by the constitution that are failing. For example, we have Article 43. I think I may have discussed this in one of the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. We can't see Article 43 working anywhere. You know, the right to the highest attainable standard of health, mm-hmm. health care, you know, anywhere and for everyone. We cannot see that. Article 10 of the Constitution, particularly on the rule of law. The rule of law keeps on getting trampled on every single day. Yeah. Mm. The current regime is every day we hear criticisms directed towards the current regime for its failure to uphold, to defend the Constitution, the same Constitution that they want to amend imagine i'm glad that you Chapter actually six. know you, you actually know stuff about it mm-hmm. i mean me for me i was just uh saying that we're still kids because we haven't learned a lot about the constitution itself like people can't actually yeah. quote whatever you're quoting right I mean, now uh, yeah it could be that i'm quoting all these things because now i interact with the constitution exactly. as a student of law yeah. but you know, the person who's not a student of law, the person who's not a lawyer does not exactly interact with the constitution. And doesn't even yeah. know what needs to be amended, mm-hmm. what is actually their rights. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about all these chapters, but they don't even know th- that this is something that they should fight for themselves and not just lawyers. In yes, in because it is our constitution. Office. I mean, the very first words of this constitution Men. are, we, the people of Kenya, we 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 not for we it. the lawyers of Kenya, not we the law students of Kenya. Mm-hmm. We the people, regardless of your background, regardless of what you're doing, it is our constitution. All right, quick question before we get into the pillar for today, because mm-hmm. I don't even want to preempt it any <laughs> before we want about it. Uh-huh. What do you feel like should be done for the next ten years of this constitution? Well, we're talking about from the promulgation, but. What would you love to see in the next 10 years to come? I would love to see the implementation of the two-thirds gender rule, mm. which is also complicated. I will de- I, I'm not an expert. I still don't know how we can enforce it, but you know, because it has become quite difficult to enforce it, especially for elective positions. Yeah. Again, in a democratic society, you cannot force people to elect a woman. Yeah. You cannot decide that only women will o- only will only have women on the ballot paper. But still, we have to find a way of enforcing, even if it is through the appointive. Mm-hmm. Is the point of an English word? When the lawyer, <laughs> I just accept because yeah. So those positions of appointment, yeah. perhaps you can try to enforce it there. The other um, thing I'm really looking forward to um, mm-hmm. is the operationalization of Article 204 of the Constitution. That is the Equalization Fund. Uh, Again, if this fund really was active, this equalization if fund, this yeah? fund was active, the yeah. Senate will not be in the deadlock situation that, that characterizes right it now. right now. All right, all right. I yeah. hear. You know what I, I, I really want uh-huh. to happen in the next 10 years? Mm-hmm. People to actually care about the Constitution. People to actually own own the constitution yeah just know that it is theirs and it's not just lsk who mm-hmm. actually i should be concerned with it yeah that's where i see myself like 
10 years? Is ten it something years. that can be integrated slowly even in our education system? It where, can, yeah. You know, sure. some core pillars that kids can actually take in their civics classes. Oh, squeezing it was social studies. Social na, studies. Na nidvuka, GHCs. You know, since <laughs> like, you are GHC, we are in trouble. Uh-huh. You know, but something that can actually be integrated slowly and taken into consideration for the next 10 years that when these kids actually leave a point where they have done the um, eight and four years of primary and high school, they actually care about the constitution. Yeah. Yeah. But that's aside, eh? Hey, you may party enough time. Shout out to the constitution. If it was a human being, I would have said it is not job. a human being. However, <laughs> in law, we say that the constitution is a living document. It even has a spirit. The spirit and the letter of the constitution. This is a living document. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, it doesn't have a gender, but yeah, happy, <laughs> happy anniversary, happy to, anniversary the to the living document that belongs to us. If you were in a physical human nature, <laughs> they've given you a high five for getting this far. You really tried and we hope we do a lot more in another 10 years to come. Yeah. But that aside, this one is a big one, Manze. I have tried even to just beat around the bush to figure out how we are going to tackle it. But we have to. We have to. And we, before you even introduce it, I think we discussed this topic briefly um, during episode six. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. When I called it a lion, yeah. then you called it a plague. It is. A plague. It's a plague. Not a lion. I don't feel like it's a lion. Uh-huh. A lion is too small, can be hunted down and just be killed by a spear. Yeah. We, we're going through a virus right now. A virus. You know, trying to... Maybe a virus sounds more... I mean, even the Black Plague was a virus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it turned into a plague because it killed a lot of people. That's why I call mm-hmm. it a plague. Because it's destroying a lot of people. A lot of people at different levels. At, yeah. So in that's different corners of Kenya. <laughs> it can't be a lion, it can't be an elephant, it's a plague. I see. You see, see why I was saying that? I see. Because a lion can only be at one place at one time and affect just a small area. But a plague yeah. can affect an entire country. Which is actually it's actually doing. Yeah. So, um, okay, to me, to me, to me, to me, sugarcoat it to for long. But it's corruption. Definitely. It's, <laughs> corrupt. it's corruption. I mean, we couldn't have been talking about anything else. Yeah. Uh, BBI I mean, on corruption. Imagine That's saying today's something pillar. different. I love to say, Betty, to look at the state of Matatus. Ah, come on. What's that? It's a yon yon lion. Yeah. Yeah. Corruption. <laughs> we really are, we, we, we have to try our best today not to go outside the lines of what this report says because i know this one is an emotional conversation very much so and it is so broad so wide yeah that you know the best thing we can do at the moment is just confine ourselves to To what the bbi is discussing and the changes that these people are saying yeah uh uh to, to 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 what they'll do to make sure that corruption in itself will be a some something of the past right mm-hmm. uh and and you see they've talked a lot of it uh, like made a lot of noise when they're talking about the problems talking about cartels CGE. cartels existence of cartels yes. I, i'm not i'm not about to get into that if you don't show me the specific cartel i'm not gonna do that do you think we can actually come out and say this cartel a cartel b cartel a is in charge of this cartel b manages this That's and that problem. cartel c affects procurement Ata ukampu aliambio fungua bahasha. Siu ka ukitutishi hapa na bahasha. Sindio? 
na akafungua bahasha so I'm, i'm not about to get into this whole idea of oh deep state cartels na hamtuambi nani unawajua lakini usemi nani sasa unatusaidiaje si unyamaze basi sasa si that's how corruption cases we kama mtu amevunja sahani kwa nyumba alafu unasema unajua ni nani na utamsema what's the point of even telling us about yeah, sahani ilivunjika si wachane na yeah and that's what we even get to hear from the news that you know this case is associated with the politician you know. a senior politician and that's it so who's the senior politician but they never Gina? tell us who it is and we're like shut up if you're not mm-hmm. going to tell us like, companies associated with politician a, a certain politician person, like, ex-person wait, name what <laughs> you're, not, you're not helping us. It's yeah. just going around telling us there's there's muddy water, there's a dump site near our house, but you don't want to tell us who dumped there. Let's, let's get into what the BBA say, says because you will notice that they've touched on that that thing of, you know, people be shying away from mentioning the names of politicians mm-hmm. because you know they're afraid of the defamation of being sued for defamation. Yeah. The BBI discusses something on I that. was a bit frustrated anti defamation when, when when they mentioned the problems that we have in terms of corruption I was a bit offended with what they were saying. There was nothing like new to what they were saying. I mean how many presidents have come and given firm directives every time? We've had um four presidents and we're, we're have on the fourth been given firm directives in terms to corruption yeah. never been anything new so when, the, when they were talking about the problems me nilikwapo like tell me something new you know mm-hmm. but let's go direct to the recommendations because if we start tackling the problems tutaanza atakulalamika hata sisi na tutafsahau cartels you know? eh? they really discuss the cartels it's actually anyway, number one, you no, know you know no one well, on their recommendations for yeah eh? So, let me read. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not even going to do their their press release when they talked about corruption. That was just a scam, a waste of time. I'm sorry, Mr. President, but I don't feel like you are ready to tackle this issue. You're just playing around with our minds. So, recommendation number 139 of the BBI report. In bold. Kwanza wali make sure iko in bold wakasema free Kenya from cartel capture. Eh? meaning there are cartels that exist that we are captured by cartels that you are not going to tell us who are these cartels tuanzia sasa potutajuaje who are the cartels my problem unajua cartel well nimewaskia but sasa sijui you have names i have names but you know <laughs> as the ordinary kenyan i am i wouldn't be open you know open enough or bold enough to say person in person oh so B. i'm the one who's been blind on this one let me see my producer ha- do you know any cartel tunawaskia eh hata yeye ni patele smile twitter. i know someone eh, go to twitter check out to ni somebody known as Tony ga- gachoka is it ga- gachoka oh are you going to listen to that guy um well niliona he was calling out some cartel some so ca- okay. yeah so i Well, if he speaks then he knows yeah, why yeah, he's for sure. My problem so. has always been I'm not I'm not trying to like bring it down and say there are no cartels mm-hmm. in but there's no one ever verifying all these things. Every time someone speaks up it's more or less propaganda. It looks like a rumor. A, a strategy, you know, a political strategy which I am not yeah. I, I, I'll never advocate for strategies like and anyone will tackle it and debunk it and make it sound like hata alikuwa tu anajibamba. Hizo sinaga but they have tried to let's read because they have tried their best okay. to 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 try and show us that the perception of a rigged economy is one of the greatest they agree it's a perception mm-hmm. 
Overrigged economy is one of the greatest risks to secure, stable, and a united Kenya. It serves as a major incentive for the utilization of divisive ethnic politics. So they agree on number one, it's a perception. It is not completely the truth, it's just like a perception that is there. And they now start with what they'll do. Undertake a rigorous intelligence-led review of the hold of cartels in crucial aspects of the economy and the public systems. When was the first time you heard this word cartel? Um, my telenovelas, drug cartels. Okay. Surely, so see if talker. So, so see, you asking the first time I heard the word cartel. Oh, to me, okay. I knew so about cartels in this system of, uh, of in leadership Kenya. Uh-huh. in Kenya. Uh-huh. When was the first time you heard about cartels? <laughs> Aki, when, I was was young. when I was young. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, I just knew that, you know, politics has, uh, there are people, there are cartels behind politics. In fact, that the cartels are not the ones, the people that we see on the media, the people we see on the ballot papers, mm. those people are mere puppets for the cartels. So you believe that there are actually and systems so in this country that are run by Yes, yes, it, it, it is possible. Play a background. Yeah. So, and I believe that's what now today is trending in Kenya as deep state. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's they the other one it. for cartels. Always borrowing stuff <laughs> from the West, you know. Yeah. Trump comes up in the morning, decides we'll follow this QAnon guys, and decides to ta- to turn a deep state up. Kenya picks up a deep state, and we are ready to go with it. You know, mm-hmm. run with the thing like it's our own, and it's not. Do you feel like they have a hold of the structures that are there? Yes, they do. Do they dictate even who? people choose yes they do they dictate and they have they have smart ways of deciding so and so will get into an elective office here's my problem with that conversation mm-hmm. so they just find a way to sway or to influence our thinking you know and to tell us that you know so and so is the best is the best candidate and that's why we've given so and so this ticket because again, remember we mentioned this Timo, I think last episode. We mentioned that there are areas you know ukiwana ticket a certain party, you're gonna get it. But that's the thing. So it's basically so a psychological warfare, Sindio. Yeah. Of which we have allowed to be swayed from a psychological point. No one came And they do it so easily, they use the media. But listen, Elsie, no one came and held a gun on to your head and told you to vote for a specific person, Yeah, but right? somebody came and told me and convinced me that this is the best candidate. I feel like uh, this whole idea of deep state and cartels is just some 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 spooky stuff that is being spread out just to show how ignorant we are as Kenyans. It's well, as spooky uh, as it is, it is something that actually works. Now, I don't advocate for it, but it's a fact. It's Do you feel it's around us? It's it's a fact. It's around us. I agree, but I say the problem is not these people because I don't believe these people are there. I feel like someone can play a psychological warfare and show you that it is actually happening. But in real sense, there are no there, these people are n- not there. And this is why I say, remember what Cambridge did last time when it came to the conversation in terms of elections. Mm-hmm. They fed like a fake n- like. Uh, the Cambridge Analytica uh, yeah, or Cambridge. F- Fake message spread across the world. And even when they were exposed, you could see that they worked in different countries, wa- working out something, spreading a fake inf- message, mm-hmm. making it sound like it's the truth. Yeah. But the ignorance of people believed it. Yeah. 
no one went and researched and found out and that's why i'm saying even now mm-hmm. when you keep saying that coconut cartels there's a deep state there's a deep state deep state wants don't piece. give us names and we research and we get the log- the statistics and we get the evidence of this mm-hmm. we shouldn't spread it because right now it is more of a rumor than facts i still disagree for sure? it is a fact that these people exist we have a deep state somewhere do you know them by that name that calls the shots do you know them by name i oh, i do not know them by name if i was to say that i know them then i'd be spreading rumors if because spreading, it's not proven it is not proven do you know how However, they do it no i don't know how they do it i don't even know where they meet when they meet but you believe that there. D- yes, I believe that there because there are people no, Then deep state should be a religion, man. The ones we see at the forefront are the people who actually tell us that there's a deep state that exists. So I one mean, person stands at the front and recently tells you. the deputy president spoke up and out against the deep state. So if, if someone like that can tell us that there's a deep state, who am I to doubt? It's the same thing. Who Everyone will doubt? look at us for information, right? Mm-hmm. So if we wake up in the morning, same thing you and I are doing right now. We go and say, uh, Ruto has been thriving right now because he's been sacrificing babies and drinking their blood. Ah. And we spread that information <laughs> as the truth. Right? Yeah. Because people follow us, they will believe what we're saying. Yeah, and it could be false. And it could be false. But we never presented these people with facts. We gave them what we believed was our truth. Right? Yeah. And because they follow us, they agreed to it. And next thing we know, everyone believes Ruto is drinking an infant blood to gain to gain his power. You see what I'm sa- trying information. to say. Information. Information. So that is how politics works apparently. Exactly. That they manipulate information Sasa and you know now the information that they want to spread, you know, is ready to be received by our ignorant minds. But don't want to mention these cartels. If you're going to do this, mm-hmm. you already know that they are there. Do us a better. Instead of telling us you'll solve it with this report, hand us over the cartels. Let's see them. Let's know them. Give us facts. Give us the names. Give us the names. And then once you give the name, defamation. No, 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 no. It's yeah? never going to be defamation. If, if it's the media, if it's a media no house. That let me tell anyone. you, we have seen instances <laughs> where, you know, the media comes out boldly and calls out a name and the next thing we know, its license has been revoked. But then I tell Next you. thing we know, the media house is in I court. I agree with you. Look. You know, those are the things we try to avoid. So we d- we'd rather not mention the names despite Listen. knowing the names. Kwanza media, I believe they know a when lot. When, when, you, are, when you advocate, Kabisa, naunajua defamation can only def- be defamation if what? If the information is false. Thank you. And then it's a task to prove that the information is true. And that's what I'm trying to say. If these people have gotten to this point that they're calling out cartels, then they should come with hard evidence such that mm-hmm. it cannot be called defamation. All right? Mm-hmm. It has to be truth. Yeah. That's the problem I have with this first conversation that they're talking about in terms of recommendations. If you're going to say they're cartels, you already know them. Go give us hard facts before you come out here and say that they are cartels. 
and then mm-hmm. we'll work with you to make sure that this But do you think the report will actually tell us, you know, we know the existence of cartel. You have been advocating for cast- this report <laughs> and you have said it several times. Experts sat down. So these experts sat down and believed that they are cartels without hard facts. What kind of experts probably, are they? Probably they, they had the names of the cartels, but there was no way they would publish that. That's fine. But they went ahead and wrote it down as a recommendation instead of it being taken into action immediately. So it is lingering now, continuing, mm-hmm. until we pass this report is when they will now start working on these people. Don't you feel like offended when they say that? Kuna mtu wamevunja sahani kwa nyumba enyu. They were merely experts. Mpaka munikubalishe mimi ni kwe mwenye nitawapanish, ndio nitawambia ni nani. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't, it for doesn't sure. Make they go down and continue. All the way, telling us how they will punish, how they'll use sting operations. Kwa ni ofoi kwa nafanyi kitu sai? Yeah, yeah, I saw that anti-corruption sting campaign that targets lawyers, judges, and legislators, especially in cases that are difficult to prosecute due to the evidential component. Evidence. Before you call out, L, you know, LC, you are a cartel, you are part of the deep state. Where is the proof? Where is the proof? Where is the evidence? That's been my biggest fight with num- the number one recommendation. Recommendation number 139 is hogwash. Stop wasting our time. You should be doing it as a leader right now. It's not a recommendation mm-hmm. that you, the report will bring a difference. Right. What about the, the money laundering uh, recommendation? I think that was tackled already with, with the introduction of the new currency, right? To some extent, it is ideas, isn't it? To some extent. And we've already seen it working. Um, recently, I think Family Bank had yeah. to get into a plea bargaining agreement with the office of the DPP. Kuna 7 billion mahali liyaza kurikavariwa. So, yeah. They're trying. I'm happy when you're doing stuff instead of... Oh, yeah. But they, I get the difference. Exactly. So, for the cartels, it's just... Imeandikwa Nothing. But you see this other recommendation about the bank. Something it's is actually happening. working. You know? Yeah. Huh? So that's been my biggest problem. Uh, do we continue with the other pillars? No, no, no. <laughs> Let's go and discussing <laughs> the other recommendation. I can see one. Um, incentives for whistleblowing. That's the part G. Yeah. yeah and are still under, under recommendation 139. Yeah. So, um, f- mhm, 5%. Consider offering 5% share of proceeds um recovered from the anti-corruption uh anti-corruption prosecutions or actions to the whistleblower whose information is necessary to the success of the asset seizure. So now whistleblowers, do you think as a whistleblower you'd be safe? You Not know it, it's actually risky to become a whistleblower. For sure. You you I really respect people who the one I particularly respect currently, I don't even know his name, mm-hmm. but it's this accountant from the Mara Masai Mara University. University. Yeah. Hey, that one, that one did a good job. He did a good job, but you know now, even as I commend him, even as I celebrate him, I still think, you know, the back of my mind, I'm even thinking, does he ever sleep with his two eyes closed? You see, that's the thing. The that's reason the why thing. for me, I whistleblower safe. When you become a whistleblower, mm-hmm. it's never about the incentive. It's never about whether you're safe. You're doing it as a patriotic act. Yeah. Because for sure, you're checking how things are and how your country will be destroyed mm-hmm. if they continue doing such a thing. Mm-hmm. And this guy was able to see this university will be in shambles. Yeah. 
and he saw the need for the students to thrive mm-hmm. in a system. Mm-hmm. So you putting 5% as an incentive, you're just creating bounty hunters out there, mm-hmm. of which we already have investigative uh, departments in the government who are supposed to be doing this job, you know? Yeah. Whistleblowing should be a patriotic act. You should love this country to the extent that you wouldn't allow such a thing to continue. And you wouldn't mind coming forward to condemn corruption, to, to criticize condemn. corruption, to tell us the names of the cartels, to tell us, you know, this is what is actually happening in this institution. Exactly, because w- when you see it as a plague and you see how it will destroy your generations to come, mm-hmm. you know, you will be the first one uh, to actually call it out, you know? Yeah. And it will happen even from grassroots, re- like, uko chini kabisa. Pali mtu atakuwa nasema kitu, na kama mefanya vibaya, you'll be the first one to call them out. And if they even try, like grease your hands so that you keep quiet, you won't allow it. You'll even raise your voice higher. Yeah. You know? But like I mentioned earlier when mm. we were having the discussion over them, mm-hmm. it requires intentionality. Exactly. You have to be intentional. You have to love your country. And also love yourself and your family. Because sometimes you imagine that, yeah, you can you be the whistleblower, but you know, at the expense of the life of your child, at the expense of the comfort of your family. See, that's the thing. You will lose your job. Right now, it's already been faced as a point of where you'll not be safe. Mm-hmm. That's always the first conversation of whistleblowing. Yeah. But no one ever sees the repercussions of what happens if you allow it to continue. It's like not calling out a rapist just mm-hmm. because you feel like he might come at you and your family. And not forgetting the fact that he will continue raping other people. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I see what you're saying. You see the bigger picture of this thing? Yeah. And I'm not trying to put my family at risk Mm -hmm. and try to... But I am seeing, at a larger extent, what would happen if I allow this corruption to continue. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest problem. You mentioned that we had a big conversation out there. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to avoid the whole conversation that we had because it made us see that we need to tackle corruption on its own aside from the BBI. From the ground up. Yeah, because it starts from the ground up. Basic mm-hmm. family level. You get? Mm-hmm. And, and as we work our way up, we've seen that we like r- the recommendations here don't make sense for us. Okay, rather for me right now. Mm-hmm. Because it's clearly that people don't even know who to report to, who to question. Mm-hmm. how to go about things yeah so people are really misinformed and that's why someone will wake up in like in the morning call us some experts to come and give us recommendations and the first thing they recommend in terms of corruptions is cartels not to waste your time tell us who those cartels are <laughs> start acting on it start acting set on an it. example you shouldn't be Actually giving us a t- if you bridge uh, if you if this bridge is nini is built and now everyone is there that's when we'll tackle these things yeah those people durakus did not turn up to 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 wait for you to build a bridge mm-hmm. right yeah uh the kumera kumera second round didn't happen for you to build a bridge and so all those people did not turn up for you to tell them that you'll wait for at some different point to start working on these things to be passed so that you start acting acting no you're Doesn't just telling us sense. that you're not working i like that i'm getting you to that <laughs> point now you're really frustrated now 
Yeah? Yeah. So that's what I've been feeling about these things. The, I mean, the 139, hogwash. Scrap it off. It's a waste of our time. We don't even need it. What about F? 139F, in addition to any custodial sentence mm-hmm. of those found guilty of economic crimes, include punitive fines with the proceeds being used to assist vulnerable Kenyans. So anytime someone steals. So other than imprisonment, mm-hmm. because that is what we mean by custodial sentence, mm-hmm. also um, someone who's found guilty of um, an economic crime, that mm-hmm. is corruption, mm-hmm. should actually... Um, share the proceeds of the crime with the government for the benefit of vulnerable Kenyans. But you see so what happens currently? Yesterday the court ruled that the Ngiritas um mm-hmm. should that the court should seize the assets that which are of course proceeds of the crime that the Ngiritas are believed to have com- are alleged yeah. to have committed um during yeah. the NYS <laughs> two scandal. <laughs> so now where do those proceeds go to? I I, I really don't know. I really yeah, don't know. Look. Uh, yeah, I'm using alleged because you know, <laughs> I, I still believe that. the presumption of innocence let, lies let, in their favor. What, but what, what that case aside, yeah. what I mean is what what happened yesterday, the ruling that the the court delivered yesterday, that is what their uh proposal F, this um one thirty nine F is talking about. That the proceeds of such crimes should now go to the benefit of vulnerable Kenyans. But don't you feel uh-huh. any asset or anything that has been reclaimed during that time was meant for someone? Should for we the be Kenyans. Talk- yeah. For the Kenyans. Be- yeah, for sure, for Kenyans. Yeah. But someone is was supposed to take due process, mm-hmm. be awarded the tender. Mm-hmm. For example, in terms of an economic crime, mm. be awarded the tender, supply. This person worked for it, and someone came and used a loophole. I mean, I, I don't disagree or with the recommendation as they put it. Maybe I have an issue with it from the point of they're talking about from where this will continue, but wakishikwa, tutakuwa tunachukuyo kitu tunapatia a bit when you are vulnerable. So you say idea when you are vulnerable already. Unangoja pesa corruption you was idea. You see what I'm doing? Yeah, here? I see. I see what you. I see your point. Number two, you're telling us it's going to happen, and every time it's going to happen, how to ambivalent you to, you know, how to ambivalent you to kuna fanya iki tu isiko ina happen. Unatuambia iki happen when you're takuana fanya. I'm not ready to have that conversation. Yeah, iki happen when you're takuana fanya. Kama hujani ambia originally when you're takuana prevent from happening, and that's why I have an issue with the whole thing. Ata akikujayo part F. Vulnerable Kenyans will always be there. Yeah. Will we wait on corruption money? No. Nope. Reclaimed assets were supposed to be used from s- to like the process was supposed to be given to someone else who was going to use that whole process in the mm-hmm. right man. When you get it back, shouldn't the whole process be redone? So what yeah. they're telling us, it's, it's a bit, I have an issue with 139, <laughs> for this sure. This conversation on corruption. Yeah, yeah. W- w- 139. And then the whole of 139, free Kenya from cartel capture. So all these others, bank, the recommendation on, you know, banks that are used for money laundering to punish the facilitators of tax evasion, mm-hmm. all that falls under that cartel, mm. that cartel recommendation. But then again, you're already admitting that there's that problem with cartels. But this whole conversation, yeah, cartels. 
That's another aspect. That's a whole episode. Yeah, it's a whole episode. <laughs> then. You know, even <laughs> as you decide to have that episode, you have to be very careful. Yeah. Yeah. To defamation, defamation. Yeah. To your issues. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna go with facts. We'll we'll definitely look for the facts on mm-hmm. the ground, and if we won't be able to mention, we will talk about how people can start tackling this thing yeah. and looking for the facts themselves. I mean, you mentioned. Look, we, guys, we had a conversation with Yahweh just a few minutes before we even started. My goodness. I mean, it's just ignorance on our side. There are places where we can actually look and find the problem, but no one goes to look for the problem. The moment the problem happens, we go direct to... We are quick to point the finger yeah. and blame... The person. <laughs> the, the, neighbor, the neighbor's dad. <laughs> 140 is a bit nice. Let's talk about 140. Okay. Uh, 140 is nice. Use prevention and deterrence by ensuring widespread ethic awareness, ethics awareness, rewarding whistleblowing, and assessment of performance. I only have an issue with rewarding whistleblowing, but you know, the rest again as- assessment of performance. Epics, and all that, we discussed know. all this um during episode six. Yeah, we've covered. So all if you it. didn't listen to episode six, listen to episode six. There, are, there's two of them. There's episode 6A and episode 6B, B. the bonus episode. Yeah, just a bonus part where we talk about ethics. And you yeah. see the reason as to why we really push for this whole idea. And when we ensure that there's that ethics awareness from a widespread point, mm-hmm. everyone should love this country, but even know when something happens, what they should actually do. And people should move from this conversation of loving this country from a national level Mm -hmm. and even go back to the grassroots and actually know what's happening. Yeah. It it was so interesting. Where where you end a public baraza? Sijai end a public baraza. Maybe. I think I attended, nili attend ya chief. Ya chief. (laughs) When I was in primary, tulipele kwa chief. That Oko was like Marok. a school tour. Uh, no, at it ended to recite poem. I think I, I think he had guests and he needed entertainment for the guests. Oh, so I get a manager. <laughs> we were taken there to recite a poem. Can you remember the poem? Uh, yeah, but was, I am tired, mama. Something like that. <laughs> That's a good one, Mazze. I've never been there. Mm. I've never even thought about it. But it's so interesting to learn that. But you... You know what we were told. We, we even found out that like, it's a point where you can impeach someone if they don't hold these things. Mm-hmm, yeah. And people don't even attend and understand what's happening. People don't even go and talk to their MCAs and give them their recommendations for what needs but to be done. But are these MCAs accessible? Is it easy to reach them? How many people know the MCAs? I personally don't even know the name of my MCA. At least uku Nairobi si GMCA ni nani, si GMP ni nani. Mimi najua wangu. Najua from senator, governor, president. Even People have focused But then now again when I go back now to my home area, now mm. you know, uko uh, Nyanza, that's where I know MCA knew you. Not that I even know them. I think it's because I'm, you know, WhatsApp groups and all that. Like I go home and I think probably this lady is running for a seat in assembly ah, very please. soon. No, 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 no me. <laughs> I just know me. WhatsApp groups. But ideally, that's what you're saying. We're just saying this whole idea of ethics and raising awareness shouldn't be just from the national point because everyone is concentrating on national level. Yeah. But they should go back to the grassroots and even to the county yeah, level. That was the whole purpose the of the 2010 constitution introducing devolution so that governance is taken to us Mbaga at the grassroots level. You know. And that's the whole idea. Yeah. Uh, so incorporate ethics and performance, assessment training in every public public service course required for promotion or transfer, uh-huh. 
raise ethical workers by requiring that educational curricula from, from the, the earliest to the, the most advanced, advanced. levels mm-hmm. should specifically include ethics and civics. I think all this um, already yeah. proposed um, yeah, on the lack of national... E- that is the first pill of the BBI, actually. I, I actually like the fact that they're talking about performance assessment to go all the way up to principal secretaries and cabinet secretaries. Yeah. That would be really good because then mm-hmm. anytime they go into office and they think now that just because they've passed the the, the, the appointment stage, they won't be assessed, mm-hmm. they, they can't now relax because now we'll be always checking up on them. Yeah. So, like, uh, if it's an annual assessment review, mm-hmm. we are always there to see uh, you got into office, what did you do? We have a problem. So those ones, I'm really okay with it. Um, Establishing a whistleblowing mechanism. Yeah. Whistleblowing, rewarding whistleblowing in Aksumbua. It's, uh, protection makes sense uh-huh. because a whistleblower needs to be protected. Yeah, with the family. With the family. Yeah, just but like a witness protection program. Rewarding whistleblowing? Yeah. Um, uh, it's an incentive, you know. I, I won't... It's an incentive. For, for you to do it so you know if i'd like to you know whistleblow that timo is misappropriating some funds so, uh, for timo will establish himself as a whistleblower then look <laughs> timo will establish himself as a whistleblower uh-huh. but when people will be actually okay and doing things right mm-hmm. timo will always think about his job and will establish a corrupt thing that can happen so that he can whistleblow about it yeah, that's possible. I have because a problem you know <laughs> with the incentive. So, Being you, patriotic so according to it? you, you don't think that um, they need to, uh, you know, implement this incentive recommendation. Will you snitch on your sister because your dad will give you five bob? Yeah. Or 500 bob? Yes. Is that where you'll be establishing your point? <laughs> snitch on your sister because you know it's affecting the whole house if he like if she does something wrong. Uh, it's going not, to not not because there's a reward exactly. for it. If your si- if your sister steals five five thousand, uh-huh. you don't snitch on her because you'll get one thousand out of it. Uh-huh. You snitch on her because that five thousand was meant for the whole house, and because she's stealing it, something won't be done in the house. Not because dad will come and pay you 1000 for snitching on her. I, I get, I see your point, but I still believe that, that that incentive proposal literally works because as an ordinary Kenyan, if, if I want to steal from the public, I'll imagine that, oh, you know, even if I have to steal, so-and-so will notice. Right. So-and-so who's below me, my baby sister, my baby brother, they will notice. And um, because there's motivation attached to whistleblowing, they'll actually do it. Because, but because there's they no, love. But because there's no incentive to entice them into whistleblowing, you know, I can just tell them, you know, say, just keep quiet because and you see, won't get anything and see, that's anyway. That's the thing. If 5% was the incentive of what has been reclaimed. 5% of the proceeds. Of the proceeds. <laughs> I know it's 5%. Yeah. So I'll give you 15% ndio nyamaze. Hush money. Six percent. That's what five, six, seven. Oh yeah. Yes, I get it. And you'll just use the highest bidder now because you concentrated so much on the incentive. You rather than on your role or, or rather on your duty as a patriotic exactly. citizen. Rather than on your love for your country and stopping this plague. You see why I have an issue with the incentive. Yeah. If you're gonna give me the incentive, give me the whole money so that when I whistle blow, you'll give me the whole money. Because anything you give me, whoever is stealing will give me a higher, like a higher amount from you. Mm-hmm. And I'll sell myself to the highest bidder because I concentrated on the incentive. 
it yeah. will stop being about the love of the country i see i get your point you know i guess it i get i get why you are really against i am so against rewarding for whistleblowing but anyway i'm glad protection but protection that is a ne- that that is key it is need it's a necessary it is a need especially if i come and just say already i have information mm-hmm. you need to take me to a safe house yeah where I can't be reached people don't even know if it calls for me getting new names and new, new identity new identities <laughs> let it be right yeah because at the end of the day i love this country so much mm-hmm. not i love this incentive those mm-hmm. this much yeah that's the one that's the issue i have with the incentive yeah. part allow me to mention a part f of the of 140 yeah. that talks about amending the defamation act mm-hmm. to deny all public officers a course of action where allegations are made against them mm-hmm. in their official capacity regarding matters of ethics and corruption so that works Nikona shida bob by the No, I mean today we've heard of so many corruption scandals. You you hear of Kemsa and then you told Kemsa some companies these companies are related to a certain politician. Mm-hmm. Why is in the name of the politician being called out? Exactly. We know we know about the Aror and Kimware and yeah. of course we know their names attached to that but then there are other names that are said to be part of the cartel that mm-hmm. had you know was part of the Aror and Kimware scandal. Mm-hmm. But the names are not mentioned because as a media house, you want to protect yourself. But then, estab- as an individual, I don't want to be taken to court for defamation against someone who has so much more money than I can even afford to pay as damages. So what is the problem there? It is the defamation act. <laughs> problem is the be- defamation act. Okay, but so what's the problem? If, it you is have, the if you have had evidence, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you won't come with hearsay. So... No, but you know the court has to actually admit that this person is guilty via exactly. a judgment. And you so before the court admits the evidence, you know, again the court processes can be long. Yeah, yeah. That's why we again I keep saying, according to the constitution, one is presumed to be innocent until proven guilty. guilty. So before somebody is proven guilty, even if you have the evidence that Elsie signed these documents, the courts have not pronounced me as guilty. So if Good. you go out there saying that Elsie is corrupt, Elsie did this and did that, you are defaming me so that's it and thing. i have a cause of action against you i look i look i i am not disagreeing with you the recommendation is the issue here mm-hmm. if we speed up processes when it comes to corruption then this whole idea of going to 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 file this defamation madness won't be there Sindio. because the moment una file mm-hmm. i mean your process is speed you up at okinyam uki hash for three four days it still comes out right yeah so is the problem the defamation act itself no the problem is not the act itself it is the complete <laughs> i will say the whole process of even even um, filing for yeah for, i mean even just GSEC taking its time to investigate, to investigate and then of course the dpp has to approve and so give them that go ahead i exactly. mean like let's talk about the mara heist the yeah. one that was aired on citizen yeah. tv i'm talking i'm actually naming it because yeah, it's something that's in the it's public. Out in public yeah, yeah. so the mara heist i think it was la- was it last year i mean it was early this year with the Waihiga Mu- Mwaura. It was, it was last year. Last year? I have no clue. Last year. And mm. it's only yesterday or the day before yesterday that mm. the office of the DPP now gave. Uh, of course, ESCC investigated. I go ahead now to prosecute. And That's they the were they were brought in for questioning and all that. It's not the defamation aspect so now, of the problem. 
you know if somebody was to go out there oh professor Mary Walingo oh defamation even if you ukitunyamazisha hata utunyamazisha <laughs> for a few months bado itatokea yeah. na kenye tulikuwa tunasema itatokea uh, then we need to use the channels because now everybody now believes more about making it public than using the channels themselves you know mm-hmm. i respect uh Uh, the, this cabinet secretary when covid millionaires came out like there are some things that he saw in the si- in the in the in the ministry that had issues but he hasn't come out and started speaking about the problems that are in afya house like you saw even in his press pointing <laughs> this house here you know he decided to use the due process mm-hmm. and we need to trust the due process but also the due process that is set needs to make sure that it is um not working against those who are whistleblowers but working for them and ensuring that they are doing it right so the defamation act has no issue mm-hmm. even yetu watu sikuizwa wamependa kukimbia haraka haraka ukipata tu ka evidence kidogo hata ujui kama ni right ama wrong umeshaanza kutafuta the age of social media <laughs> biggest problem that we have yeah. you know eh. that's the thing i want people to see and it's just that information if it's not spread out for people to understand where to go mm-hmm. what to do and who to look for that whole idea that they have is just null and void it's not helping them at all mm-hmm. that whistle blowing that they are trying to do you hear something from someone you use hearsay as the truth is a big problem because i can wake up tomorrow mm-hmm. i can defame you and make you sound like you and obado's kids were working together <laughs> yeah yeah that's possible and next with social you, media with social media yeah. instead of facts Next thing you know, arrest LC. Hashtag inatumika kila mali. Nimekusaidiaje? Nimetanish jina yako for my sake. Mhm. Juni kona vendetta na wewe. People need to get their information right. Yeah. Use the system. Use the due process. The problem now is now we should be fighting as Kenyans to make sure that the process, the due process that is set there is mm-hmm. working efficiently mm-hmm. for our benefit. Yeah. and not working against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So uto tundo tu shida ni konato. Sida shida kubwa da watu, unajua? Mhm. <laughs> uh, 141 Public officers should not be in business with the government. This one has been said time and time again. You know, conflict of interest that you know um you cannot have an interest in a company that is trading with the county government. With the county government. That It's is not even that, that's a thing. case we were hearing yesterday. You know, we took it even a step higher to Kasema. If, if you can't use a different public office just because you're not there at at ndio endelea kufanya business now just because you're working in 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 trade and uh what's that nini uh, ministry called? Where, where Ministry of Trade and Infrastructure yeah. and then you go to Trans- and then you go to the, the the transport and and you work together like uh, yeah you cannot be trading with the government don't trade with the government period you're a state officer period this one is not a new one this is not a new recommendation mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um and then it's even written it goes ahead to you know the spouse of a public officer shall, shall also not do business with the government mm-hmm. but can engage in the private sector. So what do you mean by engaging in the private sector? Because I mean a company is a private most of these companies are only private limited companies. Isn't that private sector? It's already a private sector. So if a spouse is trading okay But there's still there's still a conflict of interest. Assuming to my husband extent. is the governor, my husband is the governor, then me and my company trade with the county government, then 
but w- what if what if i'm trading with another county government or i'm trading with a ministry i wouldn't ideally have a lot of issues if the spouses would work with different places but they need but to the show that independence anyway conflict of interest must always be declared yeah it is it must always be declared so <laughs> that one we can debate constantly i mean it's not such a new recommendation that they're bringing mm-hmm. it's always been there in public and we're always saying it like yeah. we've pushed it even further i don't know which episode you were saying like public officers need to be in that system mm-hmm. uh if they're in a specific place they need to use it like their own unajua yeah. Is a digital marketing hey, pyramid scheme. <laughs> you must use the product yourself before you recommend it to others. Oh, aha. <laughs> but anyway, 142 is my best. Wealth declaration forms should be made public. Should we even be discussing So that, it? you know, if Elsie is the governor and you want to know Elsie's wealth, you just go to the website or... You know, you know where you can get the information. Not just when there's an allegation that may come up and all of a sudden mm-hmm. we find out that she's been having seven she owns, homes. Okay? In fact, there's a part where you live. <laughs> the land on which you live in is owned by Elsie. That's why a clerical <laughs> officer, a uh, clerical officer in HIF, like ni akona nyumba tano, si juisi okimau. Uh-huh. Just because that's how I expose you. Kwa hata ni boss wake ya likuwa merenti yo nyumba, ni bossa kwa najua. Na kwa najua. So immediately <laughs> you go into office, man, say, just wealth declaration, near must. Yeah. But this way. happens, only that they're not made public, but it's it's a common it thing. They, they're always given time to declare their wealth. If we're going to do any scrutiny, it has to be made public. Mm-hmm. I, I I think so. Do we even know if there's a portal where they are actually there, we can find out? We don't know. I don't know. So that's I something no also idea. we lack in information. We need to check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, 143 resignation leaders should take political responsibility for negligent or poor quality government actions that lead to disasters by resigning to allow kenyans to see that a new direction in management is possible uh resignation you know this is interesting let me just mention this yes i noticed that in other countries the western countries mostly european us mm-hmm. it's so easy for a leader to resign mm-hmm. but you acknowledge that you have failed mm-hmm. and you don't wait for people to call you out to resign you mm-hmm. actually just but then when you come to africa a president will fail and want to stay in power and want to come back again a governor will fail at the county level and you know fail to you know, um, but implement some project. Na bado, akirudi, aki bado mnamweka. But yeah? nyindo mlisema innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> That's controversial, and yeah. You know, <laughs> saa si tutadu. Hmm? Saa tutadu. Ata tukiwambia wa step down investigation zifanyo hawataki. Mm-hmm. Saa tutafanya nini? Sure. Aya, ona. Leaders should take <laughs> political responsibility for negligent or poor quality government actions that lead to disasters. Talk about COVID-19 millionaires. Kems. Tunasikia tu mm. oh, somebody has been na kuna fired. Na but kuna this one, defamation leaders should take political responsibility because somebody is also responsible for, you know, Kemsa, supervising mm. Kemsa at the, at the executive level. So, what's up? I don't know how to go about this one. Me, I have no clue. Like, the only person I can tell you that did somewhat something like that the other day was Sakaja. Stepping oh, down yeah. Sakaja, that was very commendable. I was so proud of him, Manzi. 
to some extent. I was, I was, yeah. Don't you feel like he should have stepped down as a senator? That is the one vote I've never Wait, regretted. hold up, hold up. Should he have <laughs> stepped down as a senator or as the, the one in charge of no, that committee? as the one in charge of that committee. Because as a senator, he's still doing his best. He's but he's showing doing a good job. we need a new direction in management when it comes to disasters. I mean, come on, that was such a minor thing, yeah? Just to be found, you are hanging out somewhere after nine and that's against the curfew regulations. To me, that's... Do what you had Miss Demina. So, um, you know, resigning from the office of a senator is too extreme. But let's move. talk about the magnitude that it has when you do that, when you break curfew rules. And you <laughs> indulge uh-huh. in that drinking in an overcrowded place. Mm-hmm. How many families would have been affected if Sakaja came with the virus? Many. Starting with his family Starting and the families that interact with his family. So whatever he was doing might have been prone to someone dying. Why do you think it's a small thing? Yeah. Do okay. you see what I'm trying to say? Okay, maybe I'm just too much of a fan of Sakaja. <laughs> <so laughs> I'd rather not comment This thing then. goes beyond admiration because for someone I think, else. Because I think if it was someone else, then I'd be saying, yeah, this person should resign you see why as I'm a senator. This. But still, I, I still have to comment him. Of course, we need to for, commend him. You know, but that's half acknowledging that he was wrong and even apologizing in public. No, if you do, because again, he's human. Do the crime serve the time? You're human. If I did the same thing, I would serve time. It would be blown out of proportion. I would probably be somewhere else doing something. <laughs> you know, but I needed to see you for you to see the impact yeah. and the magnitude. Yeah, and we discussed it even before a few episodes back. We actually say. Just because he was recorded and exposed, that's why he talked mm-hmm. and decided. If he wasn't exposed, and that just tells me, when it comes to poor quality, um, when it comes to poor quality government actions, actions that yeah. lead to disasters. Thank you. That lead to what? Disasters. That's what the BBI. So says. you stepping down from a committee wasn't the big issue. You leading that committee was not the biggest disaster. The disaster was what would have spread from what you were doing. And if it shows poor management, you actually being in that committee for COVID and Mm -hmm. chairing it should even have a greater punishment than you just stepping (laughs) down. Come on, you, you said it. Okay, sorry. I feel like I'm attacking Sakaja. Let me stop. <laughs> but I needed you to see the big impact that was there. Yeah. All right? Uh. Not what he did as a PR st- like stunt. Mm-hmm. That's a PR stunt. Let's not waste time there. Made you guys feel good about him. Made him sound like he's a good it's guy. It's just he's that he's not. an honorable guy. Honorable no, he the title honorable Sakaja. So. Honorable Pakasangapi. If the cases would have started from that point Sasa. and spread in some family no, families. But you know, we get to see these politicians. You see, tomorrow birthday somewhere. People are celebrating. People are not, no taking, people are not taking precautions. Or oh, you hear political meetings somewhere in Kajiado. And because hosting. you think about the politician more than the crime being committed. <laughs> right now, it looks like something so scary. But you see how people hate Babu. If Babu did the same thing. Uh, yeah, right now he has to tread very carefully. You see, everyone would have been... He took a selfie with the president the other day. Do you know how much of backlash the president has gotten because of that? A selfie. 
If Sakaja took the same selfie, great leaders transform Kenya <laughs> to Kopamoja. <laughs> digitization. Make Kenya a 100% e-services nation by digitizing all government services, processes, payment systems, recording, keeping, and ensure they are secured for criminal tampering. See, that's cool. It's happening, right? That's cool. Um, Huduma center, Huduma. whatever, these Huduma services. We We've call them yeah license, yeah driving license, e citizen, e citizen, e citizen. You can also pay your tax, you know, i tax, filing your tax returns. So far, so good. The government is trying. Only, I, I, I think I should mention, but then that, that was not digitization. Mm. No, no, that's, that, that that doesn't go to digitization. But I thought the whole purpose of Huduma number was. Eh, please, to sit at your zingine. Oi, guy. Aya. There was a lot going on. But I think the system is actually but I, I, I don't know to, how much I it's thought been the whole purpose of you know um that Huduma number registration was mm. for a digitization um system for the government. Something about is it like the social security number that they have in the, in, the, in the US, maybe in China also. The I mean, social security numbers have been worked on several times. Uh, I it's, don't know. It's working in the US. It, it is because it's allowing you to track, but people didn't talk about the tracking process. I mean, we can do Huduma number another time. We can cover it all. I just wanted to show that there's a digitization going on right now, and which is growing. If Miss is working, the problem is people did not know where to go when something wrong happens. Right now, we have learned how to track someone if some tender goes wrong and we see that there's a problem. Oh, yeah. We've Thank God uncovered. for digitization. We've seen digitization. Uh-huh. But we've also learned to that. To get information. You know, exactly. Information about public barrazas, public participation. You know. Digitization uh, of the Just government. had a conversation with Yahweh. Showed mm-hmm. us that no one is going for the procurement officer who was accepting all these things to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that signature being electronic, who is accepting it to go through you know mm-hmm. and that trail when it comes to you you don't even want to know where the money came from you just need the money and we see how it's it like he showed us the due process and how it's destroying people like up to the point where the conversation from where what we shall go akikwitisha pesa we mtu wa nairobi kumbe ni sisi tumeharibu hiyo process yao hata kukuwa na pesa you know and we'll have to tackle that on its own when it um, when it comes to corruption hopefully we'll get yawe on the show uh, one a, day <laughs> one day he's a cool guy yeah uh all right uh i don't know how long we have you know we ha- this one was a tough one eh? we we were supposed to go into but we, we've tried we only have two more recommendations to two tackle. more recommendations 145 right? and 146 okay let's try cover 145 and 146 145. go ahead soma 145 Cut down on wastage and moral jeopardy of government-owned entities being careless managers in expectation of government bailouts. Umelewa yu English. Ni yu kizungu ilikuwa mingi. Wadhani kwa nini hata nimeirusha nika kuambia soma 145. Cut down on wastage and moral jeopardy of government-owned entities being careless managers in expectation of government bailouts. Oh yes. Okay, it's kind of I don't know, maybe, maybe uh, the way I understand it. Mm-hmm. Cut down on wastage and moral jeopardy. Government yeah. owned entity. What is a government owned entity? 
Is uh, it the parastatals, this tit, this tit? Yeah. So, you know, Kenjen, KPLC, yeah. KP, KPC, um, yeah? Those are government-owned entities. I think so. And normally, sometimes um, they have their scandals, and normally the government sometimes. comes through for them to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes they have their scan. So you'll find the government comes through for them. Mm-hmm. So th- this is what they're talking about. Yeah, it is. Because he's covering it in the pillars also, like yeah. telling us to streamline the... Uh, Careless managers in expectation of government you know, bailouts. Just because of so COVID, you we were gov- able to learn like KPLC would suffer because if industries shut down and we get to learn kumbe pesayo yote wamekuwa kipata kutoka industries you know mm-hmm. like there hasn't been a stream Kemsa is a structure. government owned entity i think is so it? yeah should be yeah and yeah. so right now yeah, it's it's got a scandal so and the list is endless when it comes to parastatals if we talk about them okay. all of them I, I you know it. so that's what this recommendation you know, is all about so uh, it says strengthening the capacity of the co- control of budget to be able to detect and respond in a timely manner to misappropriation, wastage, and illegal processes. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, even in terms of government-owned entities, like their bills and their expenditures being brought under control with benchmarks, I don't know how to go about that one. That one, I think someone would probably come and explain to us what really happens when it comes to these parastatals and government-owned entities yeah, that's and what they tackle and how they go about them, the due process. But I agree there's a place where it needs to be streamlined mm-hmm. and maybe put on a platform where we can actually see what happens, uh, be able to dictate to us so that we are not the one who is bailing them out 24-7 Look what is happening with Kenya Airways 24-7. It's trying to go under a bailout. bailout. Is, is Kenya Airways one of the government-owned entities? Should be our, they were the I, I, know, I know the government. Ah, okay. Now I see. It, it's your taxpayers' money that has been bailing out these people. The other day, Ndiyo Atawajaribu could take up Kenya Airports Authority and Mumias. run some things. Mumias. Oh my goodness. Let's not even go there. Uh, this, this paper, this, was it, there was a paper industry in Webuye. Uh, eh, pan paper. Exactly. So this is what we mean, yeah. Yeah. And normally so the government comes through trying to save them. Government, careless money. It's our taxpayers' money that is always bailing out these people trying to revive it. The government na manage your pesa, the treasury. To to the to be carried asana. So you know now, fortunately or unfortunately, they won't come to you, Timo, the ordinary mm. Kenyan, and ask you, hey, do you think we should save this? Um, this institution that was mismanaged sure. by so and so, who's we, now actually... But we have a space for where we can do that whole oversight and participation and make sure that... I don't know how to go about this one. This yeah. one is those conversations. We will definitely call someone who's more mm-hmm. versed on this and explain yeah. to us when it comes to government and and I entities. Th- I think there's a show. There's a show that you're doing... Wait, wait, wait. Stop leaking stuff that you're not supposed to... We will tackle that Oops. when that time comes. Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh, next, it says, um, as His Excellency President, as His Excellency the President directed in November 2015, mm-hmm. streamline parastatals through a renewed focus on core business and cutting down on wastage by enacting the parastatals reform bill and not building up the moral jeopardy of some, depending. Ba- some depending on infusions of public resources to stay in business. Se- I think that's exactly what, I'm what just saying. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to 146 so that okay. we can sum up this corruption. At least we have we have to make kwa 
Kenya BBI inasema eh, hii ni ile siku tungeenda off <laughs> then increase uh-huh. public confidence in the judiciary now that's a whole mm. different story yeah corruption mm. in the judiciary yes it's a fact that um currently the kenya we have now mm-hmm. the, the people have lost um trust we, in we, the judiciary when you advocate tutakukaranga tu sasa i mean but just a advocate but yes once i become an advocate mm-hmm. of the high court of kenya mm-hmm. i am actually an officer of the court an mm-hmm. officer of the judiciary mm-hmm. so yeah so you a, do agree there's it, a big yeah there's a there's a problem but it's not as much mm-hmm. as it was back during the um nyayo era mm-hmm. and partly during the pre pre 2010 era because then the independence of the judiciary was not guaranteed right. still with the 2010 constitution we still had of cases whereby um judges are paid to yeah, work with matters. us so we will slow down and in frustrate fact, I your saw, process yeah i i saw some on on twitter there was a a post about you know cartels mm. in the judiciary that one actually named the cartels okay. but you know that's again like a rumor so mm. <laughs> mm. no hard facts yeah on the ground so yeah so increasing public confidence in the judiciary you know. in uh, recognizing that the core constitutional principles in Kenya are the separation of powers mm-hmm. between arms of government and accountability to the people of Kenya the independence of the judiciary must be protected as a fundamental principle but it should also be accountable to the people of Kenya right. so our 2010 constitution under article 160 has so far so good and an amazing job in safeguarding and protecting the independence of the ju- judiciary mm-hmm. so if you're to read article 160 you'll be impressed mm-hmm. you'll in fact you'll understand why um let me just even say it as it is um back in 2017 the supreme court nullified elections but even as you speak right now as much as there were threats of revisiting we mm-hmm. still have the cj still, still being the cj and the dcj still being the dcj and exactly. all that exactly you understand yeah yeah and even when the dcj was to be prosecuted you know a lot the court had to a lot had to be you know can we really prosecute the mm. dcj at this stage a lot mm. had to be invested it was quite controversial but point is the cons- the 2010 constitution has so far so good and a good job in safeguarding the uh, independence of the judiciary so far so good but why 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 is it that people still don't trust the judiciary why is it that people still don't believe that the judiciary is the best place to address their disputes But why we're living in a system where from kitambo to lishaoneshwa it could be uh, when i did my judicial attachment yeah. i learned that there are times when even the court of not not really, okay the court officers should i call them the court officers the judiciary officers apparently you know sometimes even files go missing and just to frustrate the whole process of an ordinary kenyan seeking you know, justice look, and you know the common one in in the in the streets every time judgment passed to a rich person and judgment passed against, to a poor person yeah. you know yeah you you can see the difference and that's where some trust so that's issues why are never there there's no confidence the, the confidence is still not there despite the written constitution even if the one at the top is clean is clean as the two have been like don't have like a lot of issues like there's always trying to push and make sure the government is supporting them mm-hmm. we still don't trust them yeah you know so under recommendation a create the position of special magistrates and judges to deal with the most grievous cases of drug trafficking corruption terrorism and other serious criminal offenses and make special security arrangements for those magistrates and judges to be provided for by the state uh so far so good 
I noticed um judges, I don't know if there are special magistrates right now are there the only special magistrates I know the ones who are normally um appointed during the time of elections to deal with um electoral disputes at okay. Okay. MCA level uh-huh. <laughs> because this is difficult. But I felt like I, I, any judge who usually yeah. But judges have their security. Yeah, they're especially fact, ones they're who very have private. To work mm. with criminal procedures. Yeah, like they're always uh, the, the, under those ones are safe. And protection. But I'm not sure about the magistrates. Mm. Judges, I know, judges but magistrates. Judges, sure. Magistrates, sure. anything like? But in fact, I don't know. I may be wrong, even yeah. as I say this. But I think, me, I think magistrates even drive themselves to work. Uh, I think. JSC is being told here in Part B. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they can legally deal with uh, disciplinary offenses. Um, to discipline judges should be expanded yeah. so that the constitution can legally deal with lesser disciplinary offenses, offenses that affect the value of justice. I mean, yeah, it's a fact that judges are accountable to JSC. JSC is actually the employer mm. of the judges. Mm. And when you talk about judges, remember there's a difference between judges and magistrates. Yeah. Magistrates manage the lower courts. Yes. And judges. then the judges, the superior courts. That yeah. is the High Court, Court of Appeal, and the Supreme Court. So JSC, you agree, should be given more mandates to deal with these people. If it's taken closer home, they'll be able to fight them and tackle them. It won't be now worse. Mm-hmm. Like they won't get away with things. Do you believe so? This one is your time to shine, Manze. You can't be looking at me for answers. <laughs> this is where I was coming to be informed. JSC, JSC, JSC. <laughs> you know, JSC itself, I don't want to speak against you. Okay, to, to, to end the part C. Let's strengthen the... P- <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that what you're doing here? Wow, 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 wow. Because you know you will be scrutinized. Okay. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's that serious. To the boss who will scrutinize my co-hosts <laughs> in the near future. You can't hold this against her. Uh, she was about to inform me on some things, but at the expense of her... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to speak anymore. I might just end up tarnishing her credentials when she gets there. Uh-huh. All right. Strengthen the process of responding to complaints in the Judiciary uh, Office of the Judiciary... Office of the Judiciary Ombudsman. Uh, to be accessible and responsive to the public. Speed up the system. Uh, we, we are going to tackle that when it comes to stuff to do with corruption in itself. We have found out that the process can be speeded up. It's apparently us who have been slowing it down. Yeah. 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 But are you aware that today um, the judiciary, CJ Maraga, was launching an alternative justice system? There was a ceremony to that effect. I had no idea. I've not really gone through it. We're going to check it out. I it's just that we're in studio, but we're going we home to research. We can check it out. But yeah. I write news. I'm sure it will be in the news. But right. I, yeah, so far so good. Um, right. Advertise to Kenyans that they have a choice to take their complaints about members of the judiciary to the judiciary <laughs> or, the co- or the commission yeah. on administration. Are you aware? I wasn't do, you, aware. do you know about the office of the ombudsman? No. Do you even know who was the you first ombudsman? No, this is an office. It's something we've borrowed from the the West. Yeah, the West. Accept. I mean, yeah. So, uh-huh. see, so you know we inherited our because legal even system ke, from England. So now, even nini. us, we can hold the judges accountable. For any for, like for wrongs that you know when it comes feel. to wrongs, does it come to everything that they do or only on judgments and certain cases? No, whereby you feel like an administrative procedure was not right, w- the due process was not followed. Okay, but then you put up a like a judge to another judge, and you won't it's take a happening. judge to the police, they drink together. Ah, no, 
So that's why we have the commission. W- w- watch yourself. You the might com- just lose your job before you even get it. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we have the co- the office of the ombudsman. That is the commission of commission on administrative justice. Ah. Now, do you even know what Pali wako? Wako West, Westlands. Wapi? West, eh, some tall buildings, some tall magnificent buildings. Me, I won't lie to you. The places I know in Westlands, God needs to forgive me. Ay, 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 there's a tall, magnificent building. I don't even know who could describe the They all looks like a bullet. Yeah, I don't even know who the current ombudsman is. Who was the first one? You were just about to tell me who the first one was. Who was the first one? The nini? The honorable Otienda Molo. Ah. Senior council. Okay, senior council. <laughs> senior council. Otienda he was Molo. the first um, ombudsman, then he resigned when he was vying for office. You, we so we need to have a different episode mm-hmm. where you really need to break down. I don't know how many episodes it's going to take, mm-hmm. but you need to inform Kenyans on what the judicial system can do for them mm-hmm. from grassroots. Like when they're taken to that magistrate mm-hmm. and they have to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. how do they go about things because a lot of people feel the courts are for the rich yeah that is what we mean by people have no confidence in the judiciary in the because judiciary. it is believed to be a system that should serve that actually serves the interests but of the I rich man is against exactly the but i man. feel like it's just a lack of knowledge mm-hmm. on what the courts need to do for us not really can do for us but needs to do for us from that process when you start any uh procedure with them mm-hmm. even to when you have to look for that unajua ile ka signature kila mtu uenda kutafuta sijui kutoka advocate yote akupigia stamp you know all those things we need to follow through and help Kenyans understand because if we now tackle anything to do with the judicial system no, 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 when you can't talk about it, you can avoid Vizuri strategically. And I'm researching any position again, you're not targeting the near future. You know. But yes, we need to increase generally the public confidence in the judiciary. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as just making sure people understand that the judiciary is not just for certain group of elites. Mm-hmm. It's for everyone. It is there to serve everyone. In yeah. fact... As I had emphasized during the third episode yeah. about the sovereignty that mm. is guaranteed by Article 1.1, one, one. Mm-hmm. Article 1.2 tells us that this sovereignty, we have given it to the judiciary. It is yeah. in power because we have given it the power. So 146 Part D shouldn't be advertised to Kenyans. It's educate Kenyans. Because just advertise. Wording. Yeah. Wording advertise. Is a, advertise is as simple as just making a five-minute ad. No. Educate them about the office of the ombudsman and its role and in serving their interests exactly, as Kenyans. Exactly. Yeah. Advertising so is one of the worst. can make that recommendation. You, you, advertising. Mm-hmm. Ad, on a report, mm-hmm. you're telling us we go and advertise yeah. and feel like advertising wi- will work mm-hmm. when people don't know. Uh-uh, not advertising, educate. Educate. Part D, yeah. scrap of advertise, educate. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, how many pillars have we done? All of them now. Yeah, I believe it's all of them. Are you confident in this report? No, I am not. Not really. 
I am grateful. Because you cannot tell me that you will wait to get in power to do something that this. you can already do with the little power that you already have. Mr. President, you have two years left on your term. And you're trying to convince us that stuff that you were supposed to do in the process of 10 years, you they really focused <laughs> on projects that has left us with debts bigger than we can believe. And then you convince us in a process of two years you're going to leave the right structure for us to thrive. You should have done it in the first 10 years that you were here. First 10 years? In the 10 years that you are going to serve us. Mm-hmm. This report is just a political thing. Recommendations need to be done. There are places that need to be amended. There are places that we need to work on that were not even there. Yeah, there are things that should be added. But this report is not what we should be looking for. That's my opinion. And I know it might not sit well with a lot of guys because I am looking like I am choosing a political uh, side, a, a political divide. But I have gone through the whole process, broken it down for eight episodes, making sure everyone understands this thing before they even decide to choose whether or not they want it or they don't. That's what I feel about the whole process. This series has been amazing for me, just going through the whole pillar, all the pillars and the report in itself. But I know where my vote will be because I don't see any change happening once this thing is passed. If they can go back to the drawing board and come back with something different and we do it again, I can think about it but not this. That's my take. Else? Oh, mine will be, again, going back to what I mentioned during the first, the, the third episode. Is this report really what we, the Kenyans, want or what they are trying to shove down our throats? That's the first question we should think about as Kenyans before we even decide that we want to pass this thing. Do we really want it? If so, well and good. Um, is there a guarantee that every recommendation that is passed here will actually now be reduced into the law or will it just remain in the report and only a few parts of the um, report will be now added to the constitution as amendments? Mm. And you know, it's a, it's a good thing that we're having this conversation today when the constitution has turned 10 years old because there's still parts of the constitution that are yet to come to life. The one that really, really breaks my heart, other than the ones I had mentioned, Article 10, Article 43. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Article 10, I really emphasized on the rule of law because mm-hmm. now the rule of law is just becoming a story. Mm-hmm. You know, human rights, Chapter 4. Now, the one that really breaks my heart is chapter 6 of the Constitution. And again, chapter 6 has a lot to do with corruption because it actually tells us, you know, this is how state officers should conduct themselves. Mm. And if they fall short of this, you know, this they can be removed from office, they can be subjected to a disciplinary procedure. We are not seeing it. Mm. Chapter 6 is a dead chapter of the Constitution. So now, we still have some articles and some chapters that are dead in this Constitution. So do we need to amend this constitution via the report. That's notwithstanding, I have to commend the task force. They did a really good job in consulting the Kenyans and getting, you know, to highlight some of the many issues that we face as Kenyans. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they've made very sound and very reasonable um, recommendations. Mm-hmm. But again, is there a guarantee that these recommendations will be reduced into the law? Yeah? Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Watu wangu, it's been an amazing one. Hey, the way I said that watu wangu, <laughs> sounds, it just sounded funny. But I hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you don't take time to read the report, this is probably what best we could give in terms of a breakdown of what it is and just working on it and ensuring that you guys got to know what they are talking about. Um, we look forward to the next episodes that are to come. Uh, but at the end of the day, be informed. Be informed. Be informed. Be intentional about being informed. Don't be ignorant. Please, we can take advantage. We, I think we've mentioned that we yes. can use information to, <laughs> you know, take advantage of your ignorant mind. And they fight that psychological war better because so, they know where you don't know. Yeah. So this BBI is accessible. You just go to the website. Just In fact, just go to Google BBI report. You'll see BBI Top report. Search. Like you won't Uta even ipata apo. So it's not a struggle to get this report. So singoja timtu akuja kulete document atibibia report anza kusoma. Yeah. Engage us on all platforms. Ask us some questions that we need to follow up. Maybe we need to do a Q&A with you guys on the report. Places you felt like we didn't tackle. We'll be more than glad to tackle it and make sure that it's part of the series. But we have been having an awesome time debug, um, breaking this down, this report. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been amazing. Uh, so we'll see you next time. You know, I don't know how to finish off these things. I need to find a cool way to finish off stuff in Manze. You know, <laughs> and everything. But see you guys. It's been an amazing time. Bye.